the oldest unopened bottle of wine was found in a Roman tube that was over 1,650 years old. This is Simple Joe for Saturday, July 24th, 2021. have to wonder was that a screw top bottle of wine or did it actually did it actually have a cork in it huh (laughs) well hello my friend i'm joe welcome to simple joe i am glad you're here i'm glad i'm here i'm glad we're here together today we're going to hear about the weather in henderson north carolina we're going to take some look at some notes from a book i'm reading called the one thing notes and highlights and much much more It was a beautiful day in Cincinnati, Ohio today, 89 degrees for the high and 73 for the low, partly sunny most of the day today, probably more sunny than partly, and tomorrow we're going to get some thunderstorms and rain, 89 degrees for the high and a low of 67. We still might make it to Kings Island this weekend yet, I'm not sure. Monday we're going to see a high of 91 and a low of 65, another beautiful partly sunny day, wow, nice days, I'll bet tomorrow turns out pretty nice, I know we're going to see some thunderstorms, but I still bet... Even with the lightning and rain that's expected, we'll see some breaks in there. And, and, and if we don't, I love thunderstorms as it is. For our friends in or near Henderson, North Carolina, you saw a high of 85 degrees and a low of 67. Uh, partly sunny. Tomorrow, more of the same. 87 and 70 for your high and low. Partly sunny. But Monday, you're going to get some rain. Doesn't look like thunderstorms, but certainly some rain. High of 86 and a low of 69. What a beautiful weekend for you, right, Henderson? I hope you're enjoying it. Thank you so much for listening. I certainly appreciate you, and I am grateful, very grateful that you are there. Today in 1802, Alexander Dumas was born. Is it DRE? Is that still how you say Alexander? Because it's spelled uh, with a DRE at the end instead of a D-E-R. So Alexander Dumas, of course, the author of The Three Musketeers and The Count of Monte Cristo. 1821, William Poole was born today. William Poole was known as um, Bill the Butcher, and Bill the Butcher was uh, portrayed in The Gangs of New York by Daniel Day-Lewis, a crazy movie. I I think I mentioned it. It was in yesterday's list about gangster movies. Uh, it's not your typical typical gangster movie, but it's a really good movie as it is. Daniel Day-Lewis is probably the best actor of our time. Fantastic actor. Yep, William Poole, Bill the Butcher, 1821. If you're familiar with New York City history, you know what that's all about. 1897, Amelia Earhart was born uh, today. Uh, she died in 1939. 1936, uh, supposedly died in 1939. She was the first woman to fly across the Atlantic. 1936, Ruth Buzzy, comedian. Ruth Buzzy was born. She was in uh, Laugh-In and a bunch of other stuff. Funny lady. Uh, Her big thing was hitting you with a purse, right? If you remember Ruth Buzzy. 1964, Barry Bonds was born. America, uh, what am I talking about? Let's start all over. 1964, Barry Bonds was born. Of course, baseball great, Barry Bonds. Major League home run record at 762 home runs. Maybe a little asterisk needs to be next to that, depending on whether he was juicing up or not. He probably was. Hometown boy. Well, well, I don't know if he's, no, he's actually from Memphis, but Cincinnati Reds catcher. We loved watching uh, Joe Oliver play. Was born today in 1965. 1968, Kristen Chenoweth was born today. Actress Kristen Chenoweth. 
1969, J-Lo herself, Jennifer Lopez, was born today in 1969. Elizabeth Moss, actress, born today in 1982. And Bindi Irwin, daughter to uh, Steve Irwin. Remember Steve Irwin? He died in that tragic kind of freak accident where he was impaled. I think he was impaled by a stingray. He wasn't attacked or anything like that. He just, it, it impaled his heart. Crazy. But yeah, his daughter, who actually won, uh, I think, Dancing with the Stars. She won Dancing with the Stars. She was born today in 1998. Happy birthday, Bindi Irwin. Today is National Thermal Engineer Day, National Tequila Day. I hate tequila. Won't drink it. Can't smell it. Can't even have it at the table with me. I think, what, tequila's in margaritas, right? Ah, Can't stand the smell. And I'm not going to tell you the story why I can't stand the smell, but you could probably guess. Today is National Drive-Thru Day. Went through a drive-thru today. Chick-fil-A. Got the... um, Got a diet, large diet lemonade with no ice. Nobody does it like Chick-fil-A. Most efficient drive-thru I've ever seen. There could be 20 cars backed up you get through in five minutes. You can be three cars backed up in McDonald's. It'll take you 25 half minutes, a half hour to get through that line. Love Chick-fil-A for their food, for their service, for everything that they stand for. Uh, yeah, Chick-fil-A, the good, good restaurant, excellent service. Most efficient drive-thru I've seen. Large lemonade, no ice. Large diet lemonade, no ice. Best lemonade there is. I think my wife got a Coke Zero. National Cousins Day. If you have a cousin, go wish them National Cousins Day. And of course, this makes sense. National Amelia Earhart Day. And today is National Day of the Cowboy. Giddy up, cowboy. Buckaroo. (laughs) If you're a cowboy, happy National Day of the Cowboy. Well, this week I started rereading a book called The One Thing, The Surprisingly Simple Truth Behind Extraordinary Results by Gary Keller and Jay Papazan. It's a great book. It's a great piggyback book. They're they're complimentary, not piggyback book. They're complimentary books to the book that I just finished called Essentialism. And here's what I thought I'd do. I thought I'd take a day a week and Saturday's a good a day a week as ever to go through the notes of what I read that week, go through the highlights of the book I've read that week. And I happen to be in the one thing now. So I thought I'd share my highlights and thoughts about the one thing this week. If, if you want to follow along with my notes, you can check out my Goodreads page at thesimplejoe.com slash reading, thesimplejoe.com slash reading. That'll be in today's show notes, a new addition to the show notes, thesimplejoe.com slash reading. That's my Goodreads page. That's where you'll see the books that I've read, the books I'm reading and the highlights uh, that I've, that I've shared from those books. And you can see these highlights in there as well. So let's start off. I can't tell you a chapter or verse or page or anything like that, but these are just the highlights. And if I can think of a good commentary to put behind them, that's all the better. But some of these highlights, some of these comments just speak for themselves straight from the book. It is those who concentrate on, but one thing at a time who advance in this world. It is those who concentrate on, but one thing at a time who advance in this world and in the author's quote, Ogmandino. Yes. Yes. It, that, 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 that certainly makes sense being in a book called the one thing, but it's all about focusing on that one thing. And that's what this book is about. Focusing on choosing one thing by, and by doing that one thing, everything else will be made, will be made easier or unnecessary. Achievers operate differently. They have an eye for the essential. They pause just long enough to decide what matters and then allow what matters to drive their day. 
they have an eye for two things. They have an eye for essential and for the essential and they pause. And I think that actually should probably be reversed that they pause, that they pause and, and by pausing, they decide what is essential. They take the time to matter, to decide what matters most and allow that to drive their day. So achievers certainly operate differently. Instead of a to-do list, you need a success list, a list that is purposefully created around extraordinary results. And uh, the next, I'll just, I'll just do this in one line here. To-do list becomes a success list when you apply Pareto's principle to it. So what is Pareto's principle? I'm not going to go into the deep, the, the whole history of the Pareto principle, but I'll just tell you this. The Pareto principle is the principle that says 20% of the results come from, excuse me, 80% of the results come from 20% of the action, 20% of the activity. Uh, if you're in a, if you're in a sales force, 20% of 80% of your, of your sales comes from 20% of your people. And it works. I have created many, many things in my life. It's been part of my job as a sales manager, as a marketing manager. It's been part of my job and what I, part of what I do. And the Pareto principle is uncanny how close to that 20, 80, 80, 20 it, it comes. Uh, but what's most important is not the 80, 20. It's, it's the idea that the vast majority of your results will come from very few things that you're actually doing very, you know, if, if you're growing a crop, 80% of your yield will come from 20% of your crop. That's the way it works. If you're, if you're doing anything, it, it, it is a, it is a weird universal principle, this Pareto principle and a to-do list becomes a success list. When you apply that Pareto's principle, when you apply, when you figure out what is, or what are, however, whatever the right grammar is, what are, what are the 20% activities that's going to make up the 80% of the routes? What are those, what are those few activities that's going to make up the vast majority of the results? And once you figure that out, you can concentrate fully on those activities. So instead of a to-do list, it becomes a success list when you apply Pareto's principle. And this is a quote that I shared by uh, Publilius Sirius. And uh, I, I shared this quote a couple days ago, if not yesterday, this week sometime. To do two things at once is to do neither. Again, there's a very similar uh, very similar quote that says, uh, the man who chases two rabbits catches doesn't catch either one or catches neither. So yes, to do two things at once is to do neither. And it's all about, he talks a lot about um, the idea of multitasking. And so there's some other quotes here about multitasking that comes up. To do two, two things at once is to do neither. You can only focus on, really focus on one thing at a time, uh, one important thing at a time. If you do the most important thing if, if, do, excuse me, if doing the most important thing is the most important thing, why would you try to do anything else at the same time? Think about that. If doing the most important thing is indeed the most important thing, then why would you try to do anything else? Why do you try to, why do we try to read our email and, uh, eat lunch and t concentrate on a zoom meeting and look at our phone for a text. Why do we try to do all that at one time? We're not being productive. What, what is the most important thing in that moment? If the most important thing is, is that zoom meeting, 
then put everything else aside, close the email, put the phone away, you know, set your food to the side and concentrate on that meeting. Now, if you really think about it, if you're, if eating right now is the most important thing to you, then set everything else aside. If answering that text, whatever that text is, then set everything else aside. I tell you what, if I'm, if I'm in a meeting and I get a text from one of my kids, even without knowing what it's about, I'm likely to stop and answer that text. Uh, that's because that's my priority, the most important thing. My kids or my wife or those closest to me. Uh, but the, if doing the most important thing is the most important thing, then why would we do anything else at the same time? Concentrate on one thing at a time. If that meeting is the most important thing, set everything else to the side and concentrate on getting the most you can out of that meeting. And, and providing the most value that you can to that meeting. Why would we ever tolerate multitasking when we're doing our most important work? Just because our job, our day job, in fact, doesn't involve bypass surgery, shouldn't, shouldn't make, shouldn't make focus any, oh, I'm sorry. Let me try that again. Cause I was, I stumbled over my words. Why would we ever tolerate multitasking? When we're doing our most important work, just because our day job doesn't involve bypass surgery, shouldn't make focus any less critical to our success or the success of others. We have important work. You may not think it's important, but you have important work. What you're doing right now is important because if for no other reason, you have deemed it important in your life. So why would why are you tolerating multitasking? Concentrate on four or five other different things or two or three other different things when you're supposed to be doing your most important work. We wouldn't tolerate that from the from a surgeon, right? We wouldn't tolerate that from I my I just had I just had my my, my eyes operated on. Uh, I would not tolerate my eye surgeon having his phone in his pocket buzzing and and him stopping to check his email or check his text while he was working on my eye, right? Your job isn't your, your, your job is important to you. Your, your work is important to you and don't, don't discount it. Don't discount it. And don't, don't discount yet. Yeah, don't discount your work by multitasking when you're doing it. You don't need to be a disciplined person to be successful. In fact, you can become successful with less discipline than you think. For one simple reason, success is about doing the right thing, not about doing everything right. You don't need to become a disciplined person to be successful. In fact, you can become successful with less discipline than you think for one simple reason. Success is about doing the right thing, not about doing everything right. And in this part of the book, I read it twice just because I wanted to sink into myself there for a second. Uh, in this part of the book, he starts talking about habits and developing habits and, and developing good habits and good routines really is the secret to accomplishing anything in life. Uh, but we have to remember to start small and to do the right thing. Uh, it takes less discipline than we think. Uh, success is about doing the right thing, not about doing everything right. We don't have to think about doing everything right. We just have to think about doing one thing right at a time, if that makes sense. And finally, the last part of the last note for this week is lock in one habit so it becomes part of your life and you can effectively ride the routine with less wear and tear on yourself. The hard stuff becomes a habit and habit makes the hard stuff easy. Exactly. When, when you, when you make the hard stuff a habit, 
and you and you you put in just enough discipline, just enough discipline to create the habit and then create the routine, then it's just an easy part of your life. You you did the hard work in the beginning by making it a habit, by making by be disciplined, by being disciplined. It's not hard forever. It's not difficult forever. Uh, once it becomes a habit, it's part of your routine and it will be a success routine that will serve you in ways beyond belief. I believe that. I do believe that. So these are my notes for this week in, in The One Thing by Gary Keller and Jay Papasan. I think I'm going to do this every Saturday and share with you my notes from whatever I'm reading. I happen to be reading this book, The One Thing, The Surprisingly Simple Truth Behind Extraordinary Results, and I like it. I've read it before and I like it. I like what it's, I think I need it right now in my life again. And so that's why I'm revisiting the book and I invite you to check out the book. If you want to, if you want to see what I'm reading uh, and the notes from other books that I've read, if, as long as I've shared them, I think I have just go to the simple slash reading. And don't worry about, about remembering that it'll be in today's show notes. You know what? Let's go ahead and wrap it all up right there. You know, the reason I do the show is because I love talking to you. I also do it because to become a better podcaster, to learn to read out loud, to come to this mic comfortably and with confidence and knowing that, that uh, by practice, by developing a routine, by developing a daily routine, and then de- uh, and de- by developing a daily habit uh, of doing this show. Uh, if I think I'm going to miss this show, mm, I don't like it. And I've not missed. I think this is show 189, I'm guessing. Yeah, this might be show be show 188, 189, which means I've been doing this show for that many days in a row. Haven't missed a calendar day yet. And I am I'm kind of proud of that. I am. And I'm grateful that you are there. Help me if you want to help me become a better podcaster. All I'm asking is for your feedback. Let me know how I'm doing. Let me know what you like. Let me know if you like this show, this particular episode. Email me, Joe at the simple Joe.com, or send me a text at 513-399-6468. I would love to hear from you again. Don't remember. Don't, don't worry about remembering any of those numbers. Uh, just look in today's show notes. However, you're listening to the show. I would love to hear from you. Just say hi. That would be cool. And if you like listening to the show, do me a favor, share it with your friends on social media. Use the hashtag. Simple Joe is my friend. Hashtag simple Joe is my friend. And I'll pop in there every once in a while. I might throw out a free t-shirt to someone. Remember memories are better than stuff. They certainly are. I hope you're making great memories this weekend. I hope you're making great memories today. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you and I love you, but not in a weird way. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care.